Good, good morning. Welcome to Daily Rema with Johnson Julius. Shall we pray? Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, our Lord and Maker, we thank you for this beautiful day. Thank you for this wonderful day. Thank you for the victories over the night. Thank you for the blessings and all the benefits attached to life. Thank you for the gift of life itself. Dear God, be that we exalted in the name of Jesus. Our Lord, our maker, this morning we come before the throne of grace having nothing to hide. We confess all our sins and iniquities before you. Dear God, please have mercy upon us. Forgive us all our shortcomings. In the mighty name of Jesus, we plead the blood of Jesus, the blood of atonement, to atone for us. Dear God, let the efficacy of the blood cleanse us and make us whole from every form of filthiness, pollution, contamination, and defilement of sins and iniquities in the mighty name of Jesus. Holy Spirit divine, this very morning, we apply for grace and capacity because your word says we should come boldly before the throne of grace so that we can obtain mercy and find grace to help in the times of need. Dear God, this is the reason why we apply for grace this morning in all our ways as we step out this very beautiful day. Lord, give us the grace to please you in whatever we do with us today, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Let your grace be so sufficient for us this day. Lead us, guide us, clear our paths, direct our ways. Keep us away from all forms of evils and temptations in the mighty name of Jesus. Our Lord and Maker, we commit all our undertakings this very wonderful day to your able hands. Dear God, please bless and prosper them all that are not contrary, all our endeavors that are not contrary to your will. Bless and prosper them, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, dear God, for in Jesus, the most prosperous name, I have prayed, amen, 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 fire. God bless you. God bless you. Please join me as I open my Bible to the book of Second Peter. Second Peter, chapter number 2. We are to read from the book of Second Peter, chapter number two, this morning. Amen. Please join me in, in the book of Second Peter, chapter number two. By God's special grace, we'll be reading from verse eighteen. Second Peter, chapter two. We are to read from verse. Number 18 through to verse 22. I read from the New King James Version of the Bible. God bless you as you follow the readings. For when they speak great swelling words of emptiness, they allure through the lust of the flesh. Through nudeness, the ones who have actually escaped from those who live in error, 
why they promise them liberty. They themselves are slaves to corrupt slaves of corruption. For by whom a person is overcome, by him also he is brought into bondage. For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled in them and overcome. The latter end is worse for them than the beginning. For it would have been for it will have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than having no it to turn from the holy commandment delivered to them. But it has happened to them according to the true proverb. A dog returns to his own vomit and a soul having washed to a, to a wallowing in the mirror. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God bless you. By God's special grace yesterday, by the help of Holy Spirit, I was able to talk to us on stay attached to Him. Stay attached to Him, no matter what happens. No matter what you are going through, stay attached to him. And this morning, I want to build on that with this new topic. Don't think of it. Don't even think of it. Don't even think of it. Going through our anchor scripture this morning, especially from verse 20 downward. I would love to take it again. The Bible says, For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, they are again entangled in them and overcome. The later end is worse than the beginning. For it would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than having known it to return from the holy commandment delivered to them. And the last verse. But it has happened to them according to the true proverb. A dog returns to his own vomit and a soul, and a soul having washed to a wallowing in the mare. Hallelujah. Don't think about what? Backsliding. Don't think about what? Going back from the Lord. Don't think about what? Don't think about backsliding. No matter what you are going through, my brothers and my sisters, I must tell you, I can relate. The journey is not easy, but yet, Hard way, the only way. The only way is for you to forge ahead. The only way is for you to move forward. Because, you see, so many times you see people who start off very well, 
who start off very fervently in their Christian race, and uh, <laughs> before you see, before you before you think of it, before you you see, you start seeing some symptoms. You start seeing them becoming cold and cold day by day. You start them becoming cool off. You start seeing them becoming cool off. Sometimes these kind of people who are so hot, they are hot in prayers, they are hot in Bible studies. Oh, you, you, you can see their flame second to none. They are bringing nothing but flame, so red hot. But all of, all of the sudden, that they see things happening. In some cases, you see. They don't even want to hear anything about Christianity. I am telling you, I know what I'm talking about this morning. I can relate. When I gave my life to, 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 to the Lord, at the early, uh, uh, I mean, late things of my, uh, uh, the late of my teen years, yeah, I think I gave my life to Christ when I was 18, 18, yeah, when I was 18. You see, because of my lack of knowledge on some, uh, some area, those small things caused me to backslided. Small thing. I think it was after one year plus or almost two years of my, 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 my Christian race, I fell off the grace. You see, but thank God for some people who didn't give up on me. They didn't give up on me. But yet, do you know what? The, the, it, is, it is hard to win a backslider than to win someone who has never had the knowledge of the Lord. I must tell you this truth this morning. It is very, very hard for somebody who have tasted the grace and basleted to come back. So don't think about it at all. It's not a sweet experience, I must tell you. When the Lord sorted me out again, after maybe three years of my basleting, it took, I struggled. For me, it took time for me to be able to regain what the grace I was enjoying Especially the gift of this, the spiritual gift that the Lord gave to me at the platter of gold that I thrown away. I labored for many of them. And let me tell you, up to today, many of them never, some of, some of it never come back the way they used to be. Since that year, I'm talking about something that is over two decades now. So I know what I'm talking to you about. Don't think about it. Backsliding is not an option for you. It doesn't matter what you are going through now. I can tell you. Oh, it seems as if the way is, you can always even see the future. Like I said yesterday, either you can see hope or you can see hope in whatever you are going through. Stay attached. That is where the solution is. Stay attached. The world is confused at this very moment we are. 
The world is confused. The wise of this world, they make foolish decisions these days that ordinary stark literate that did not go to school, what they are saying on the street, you see, is better, far better of what those who call themselves the rulers are talking about in the house where they make decisions that, that concerns people's lives. Yes. Why is it like that? It's because we are at the end of the end. So this is not the time to think about backsliding. Oh, no, 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 no. Please. This is not the time. Don't think about it. Backsliding is worse than anything. I am telling you the truth. It's worse than anything. And you know what? When you start seeing people who, who, who are more fervent than you, now becoming cold, now some of them even leaving the church outrightly. They don't even want to see, they don't want to hear anything about Christ. They don't want, you, you see, you, you cannot even easily preach to them because they know Bible more than you do. Can you see now? Now for you, you are on hot seat for you to be able to, you, you see, to encourage them. They say, oh, brother, so sorry. You know, I used to be your teacher. Think you don't forget. I think you don't forget that. Yeah, they will put you in a tight corner that you don't even know how to encourage them again. That is what the devil does. Is it the work of Satan? It will now be pumping the, the, the Bible knowledge they have. They will now be using it, turning it against you. Then the next question is now, we're pumping out to a wife. Who, who, who next now? Who will be the next person now? <laughs> if somebody like this, somebody who is more fervent than me, somebody who trained me, somebody who followed me up, somebody who I, I, I love so much, who I molded my life after. That is the reason why you shouldn't mold you should, you should, you should, you should, you should not mold your life after any man. Looking up to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. That is what the Bible tells us. My brethren in the Lord, my sisters in the Lord, I am encouraging you this morning. No matter what you are going through, backsliding is not an option, please. Don't think about it. Make sure you burn every bridge that can lead you back to your vomit. Burn the bridge, please. Don't look back. No matter what. There is hope for you. There is hope. Even though you live a miserable life on earth, even though you live a life that seems as if you are God forsaken, but let me tell you, God cannot forsake you. Somebody who loves you so much, you are so dear to him, and I told you yesterday, God was a reckless giver. He recklessly gave his one and only begotten son to this, I mean, to this uh, uh, stinking world, this perverted world to be saved. What is, the question is this, if the Bible says, for God so loved the world, what is in this world to be loved of God who created him, created the world? What is it they want to be loved? Please, can you ask that question? Ask yourself that question. 
Is it the nuclear weapons of the American uh, military? Or the nuclear weapons of the, uh, of the China, uh, the China government? Is it the one of the, what is the name, Russia? Or is it the one of the North Korea? Which one is in this world that God loves? Is it the corruption, the nudeness that we see on the street? What is in the world that God, God loves so much? That he has to give his son recklessly like that. It is you and I. His image. We are God's investment. We are God's project. That God loves so much, God doesn't want us to perish just like that. Can you see something? For God so loved the world. God loves you. So the same God that loves you can never ever forsake you. Though it's as if everything turn around, turn against you, there are so many things around you that are not working fine. It's as if you are the only one in this situation. Let me tell you, so many things matters contributed to that. That is the truth. The life your parents lives, the life your grand, grandparents or your, your lineage, the life they have been living might have been part of what contributed to what you are going through. That is basic truth. It may be hard for you to take. It might is a, a very bitter pill, but yet that is the truth. Oh, you may not tell me that. But the Bible says, if any man be in Christ, my parents were not in Christ, but now me, I'm Christ. So everything's supposed to become new. Let me tell you. When it comes to Christianity, things are not just automatic, my brother, my sisters. Hear me very well. When it comes to Christianity, things are not automatic. What do I mean? God gave Jesus to the whole world for the world to be saved. The question is, has the whole world safe now? The answer is no. Definitely no. The world is not safe. The whole world is not safe. Why? Because it is conditional. What is that condition? God's love, they say, is unconditional. Yes, God loves everybody unconditionally. But yet, you need to reciprocate what God has done. For whosoever believes in him, whosoever, that is the condition. It's not automatic. The word cannot automatically save all over. No, the word needs to be identified with Christ. You and I, you need to identify with him. We need to identify and acknowledge his sacrificial, uh, uh, his sacrificial and the redemptive work on the cross of Calvary. We need to recognize that ultimate sacrifice he has made on our behalf. Can you see? If you don't realize that, if you don't align yourself with the program that God has put in place, then you are unsafe. So also it is when it comes to deliverance. That is it. The past can hurt you to death if you don't deal with the past. The life your parents has lived can hurt you to death because there is the law of sowing and reaping. And the Bible says, I am the God. That even visit the sin of the parents, of the father, from, this, uh, from the children to the fourth generation, not just the first and the second. 
May I tell you this? If the fourth generation doesn't wake up and cry, if they don't do what is expected of them, they might suffer it and the tenth generation are also still going and uh, suffer endlessly. That is the truth. So, whatever situation you find yourself this morning, the reason why you are praying is as if you are not praying. The reason why you, you, you find yourself struggling, so many things might have contributed to that. But let me tell you, that is not the end of life. The Bible says, if, if it is only in this world we have hope, then of all people we are the most miserable of all men. We have better hope. Of better home above. Which it should be the ultimate. The reason why you are a Christian shouldn't be because I want to become a billionaire. If you become a Christian because you want to be rich, then you, you have missed your point. You are, not, you are not yet a Christian. If you become a Christian because you want to be known worldwide, then you are not yet a Christian. You become a Christian because you want to rule in government. Then you are not yet a Christian. This is not the primary purpose. The primary purpose is the kingdom. Matthew chapter 6, 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. You remember Jesus spoke about uh, Lazarus in the book of Luke. Lazarus and the rich man. This man lived a miserable life, but he, ref he refused. He never thought. He never thought of backsliding. He never thought of going back from God. Even though everything turned against him. Even though many times he went, he went, he went sleeping hungry. But yet, he never thought of going back. And Jesus show us the later end of this man. He find himself in the, at the bosom of the, uh, in the bosom of Abraham. Meanwhile, the man that enjoying everything, the man that change clothes every hour, the man that change cars, the man that lives in multi-million mansion, you see, find himself in torment. And when he was crying, Father Abraham, can you see? That is the worst state. I tell Christians, for the fact that you are a Christian yesterday doesn't mean you cannot go to hell today. So you need to watch your way. You need to watch what you, what you do, what you, where you go. If you read this, our text very well from, if you go I mean, some verses upward, the Bible is warning us about the false teachers. Yes, they are the ones that allure people with all the fake teachings they are teaching these days. The teaching of grace. Always, I mean, once a, 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 a soldier, always a soldier. They say once you have been saved, then you are saved forever. All these are heresies of the false teachers. Please watch your ways. Don't ever think of going back no matter what. Don't think of going back, please. Don't think of going back, no matter what it is. Let me tell you, whatever you are going through, it doesn't take God 
the whole day to change your situation today. If only you do the right thing. If only you will pray the rightful prayers. Yes, whatsoever you are going through. If your situation demands, uh, if your situation demands uh, deliverance, having faith in God's word alone will not take care of that situation. Yes, the past must be dealt with. Then, so that you can focus on the future. Hallelujah. So, when you deal with your past, then you will now be able to, okay, with the past you have dealt with, you don't need to hold on to that past any longer. That is the reason why Apostle said, this one thing I do, I forget the past. So, the dealings of the past, I left them in the past. Then I move on. I reach, or I reach out to the new thing that are ahead of me. Does as it is, it is, it is not a good advice that any man can give to the driver that he should focus on the rear mirrors. No, 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 no. Why should you focus on the rear mirror? You look ahead, look straight ahead. You the rear mirror is not the best place for you to focus unless you don't want to avoid catastrophe, unless you want to cause trouble. Unless you want to end up disastrously in your journey. Remember, Christian, Christian uh, race is a journey. We are journeying somewhere. We have a destination in focus. So that destination is what I want you to put your mind in. And these are the things that the apostles of old, even when they were dying painfully, this was their hope. You remember uh, Stephen, one of the seven deacons, selected in Acts of the Apostles, chapter 7. He was being stoned to death and he said, Behold, I see heaven open. Can you see? Sometimes I meditate on this. I look. God, what kind of people were these people? How did you create them different from us? We, 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 was it that the blood was not flowing in their vein like it's flowing in our own vein today? Why do we give up so easily? And these people refuse to give up. I mean, they refuse to give up. But here we are. We, we give up so easily in our generation. What has happened, God? Everything is not the way it used to be. We see fake things this day more than that. Are we also fake? God, why is it? Why is it? Why is it that things were not the way it used to be? What we read in the Bible days, what we see in, 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 in up to the, uh, the 80s and the, 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 the late 90s is no longer like that in this millennium. The kind of Christianity we used to know is not the one we find ourselves now. What has happened? What has happened to us? There is nothing than decision. That is what changes things. Those of the old, they made up them, their mind not to know anything than Christ that was crucified. But us here, we know many prophets. 
We know many pastors. We know many apostles. Including the one that is teaching heresies. This is the difference. This is the reason why we find ourselves in this situation. That is it. It's very simple. Very, very simple. Let me tell you this morning, if you find yourself, if you are basleted, that is not the end of life. Strife is not easy, but I am telling you, just like the prodigal son, you can make it again. If God gave me the grace to come back, you can still come back too. It wasn't easy, but yet, for over two decades now, I'm on my feet by God's grace. By God's grace. So please, you can still come back if you are a backslider. Bass I encourage you this morning, take the step of faith. Just like that man. Say, I shall arise. You can read the story to be inspired. I know you know the place it is. You see, I told you just before now that backsliders, many of them are the fervent ones, so they know Bible. Before you quote, before you mention any story, they quote accurately. They will recite it accurately, offhand, for you to know that they know it. I know you know it. Read that prodigal son's story and be inspired to take step back home this morning. Father is waiting for you. And for the rest of us who are still on our feet, I am telling you, don't think about it. It's not a good option. Don't even think of it. Don't think of it at all. Don't think of it. The Bible says it will be just the uh, very end. Let me read as I round up the, the last two verses of our anchor scripture. Second Peter chapter number 2. Let's read from verse 20 again. The Bible says, For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled in them and uh, again entangled in them and overcome. The later end is worse than the beginning. Please, I pray this will not be your portion in the name of Jesus. Do everything that lies within your power, never to look back. It is very dangerous. That is the reason why the Bible says, Whosoever lays out his hands on the plow and look back is not fit for the kingdom. So don't try to look back. Verse 21. For it would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than having known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered to them. But, verse 22. But it has happened to them according to the true proverb. A dog returns to his vomit. This will not be your portion in the name of Jesus. And a soul, or a pig, you can call it pig. That is the most popular uh, popular uh, name for a soul. A soul having washed, to having washed, to uh, wallowing in the mare or in the mud. When no matter how much you dress a pig, it will still go back to the mud. This will not be your portion in the mighty name of Jesus. I encourage you this morning, children of the living God, 
please don't think of it. Try, no, you might be stumbling. The Bible says the righteous fallet um, stumbles uh, seven times. You, you, you shall definitely rise again no matter what. Let me tell you, after the thick darkness, there must be a dawning of the day. After a long tunnel, you must definitely see the light of the day no matter what has happened to you. God is still on your side. You are praying today, it's as if your prayer is not answered. It's as if God, is, God has retired from the business of answering prayer, but it's a lie. All those thinking, all those uh, uh, mindsets, they are the lies of the devil for you. God definitely answers prayer. And let me tell you, you are very prominent in God's own project, in God's agenda. You are prominent. You are prominent. God loves you. Bow down your head. Ask for grace. That is the reason why the Bible says we should come boldly before the throne of grace. Tell God, Lord, all I need is grace. Come boldly. Be bold. He's your father. He's your savior. He's your maker. He's the one you are serving. If in truth and indeed you surrender your life to Christ indeed. If indeed you born again. If indeed you are not just ordinary uh, nominal Christian. Come boldly before the throne of grace. So that we you can obtain mercy and find grace to help. Can you see? There, there is grace to help us at every moment, at every point in time, at every minute of the day, every hour of the day, every, every, every day of the week, every week of the month, every month of the year, and every year of our life span on earth. We need a grace to help us. That is the reason why it, it is written in the Bible like that. The Bible says we don't have a, 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 an high priest who doesn't, who doesn't, who, who has never been to our situation. I'm paraphrasing that uh, uh, that passage in Romans, I mean in Hebrews. Can you see? He can feel what we are feeling because he has been tempted just the way we have been tempted. Just the way we have been tempted, he has been tempted the same way. He can feel our infirmity. So, therefore, come boldly before the throne of grace so that we can obtain mercy and find grace to help. In time of need, we need grace. There is always needy time around us. Your need is different from my own. The kind of grace you need is different, different from my own. Because you, you might be tempting, you, your temptation might come for, uh, through maybe morning or whatever. My own might be coming through women. Can you see? The grace to overcome fornication is not the same grace to overcome <laughs> conventiousness. So talk to God this morning. Lord, I come before the throne of grace. I need you to help me. I need grace. You told Apostle Paul, my grace is sufficient for you. Let your grace be sufficient. In fact, more than sufficient for me. Thank you, dear God, for in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen, 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 fire. God bless you. Should you want to reach out for prayer, testimonies, or counseling, you can reach out through the email, dozyjulius at the table of God's grace dot org, or you call any of the numbers, plus 233-560-824-656. Or plus 233-552-482-187. Both numbers are on WhatsApp and the Telegram. 
you can reach out anytime, any day. And、uh, I want to plead to the children of the living God if you are touched, if God touched your heart to help us financially in order to be able to spread,、uh, spread this gospel, gospel beyond, please don't hesitate to contact us. God bless you. I recognize the presence of the wonderful people of God that are live on Casbos. God bless you. I can see Brittany. God bless you. Jonathan, God bless you. One phone ID, one number ID. God bless you.、Uh, EJ Smith, God bless you. I can see Lauren, God bless you. Dino, God bless you. Catherine, God bless you. And Anthony. God bless all of you mightily in the name of Jesus. Exploit this very day in our applications and make greater exploits in the name of Jesus. My name still remains Johnson Julius. See you tomorrow, God willing.